Welcome to the Paleo View. I'm Stacy Toth, best-selling author and co-creator of PaleoParents.com, where we focus on real-life solutions for families seeking help. I'm Dr. Sarah Ballantyne, New York Times best-selling author and creator of the Paleomom.com. I'm passionate about improving scientific literacy around public health topics. I like hashtags and bone broth. And I'm just a super nerd. Sarah. How's you, it going? Do you think maybe you might have told me before you launched an amazing new product of the favorite brand that I talk about all the time? Couldn't you, tell you it was a secret. Like, I mean, but seriously, for our listeners, like, you tell me, even when things are a secret, you're like, I'm working on something and I can't <laughs> tell you, but I'll text you. <laughs> like, I got nothing. Nothing. I got nothing but what everybody else got. And then I saw it was Vital Proteins. And I was like, what is happening? Because I'm a little bit obsessed. You and I are like the Vital Protein Queens. I used to be called the Broth Lady. And now I'm the Vital Proteins Lady. And I'm like, really? I'm going to add veggies I'm trying. I'm trying to usurp your your claim to that throne is what I'm trying to do. Clearly. Um, So... For our listeners who also were completely kept in the dark because I didn't tell anybody other than I think my husband and like two two of my assistants uh, due to agreements of complete confidentiality, et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, Vital Proteins and I pre-launched uh, this week a uh, collaborative co-branded product. It's called Dr. Sarah Ballantyne's Collagen Veggie Blend. Um, And I'm really excited about it. So we started talking um, about collaborating on a product like this um, last spring. So, you know, we're coming up to a year. And, you know, I had seen some of the other things that they had in the works. And I said, you know, what the AIP community needs (laughs) is um, a you know, veggie rich and collagen rich, but super easy, super portable whole food based supplement for them. You know, there's all of these things coming out and I, and I get so excited and I turn over the label and I read through the ingredients and I go, Oh, there's always like one thing like, Ugh, Oh, that was great until the wheatgrass. Oh, that was great until the pea protein. Oh, that was great until the stevia, you know, like it's just oh, all the things. That's exactly how I felt. It's like you were there with me living that moment as all these new products came out and I'd look at them and be like, and I'm just really glad that I still love and have available to me the blue and the green label. Right. So, um, so we started talking and it, it just, it, it became like a concrete plan really quickly. Um, and so we got into development and I, I gave vital proteins this really intense, like wish list. So, you know, I want this to be at least a couple servings of vegetables with, you know, a serving of, of collagen. Um, I want it to not need a blender or a shaker bottle. I want you to just be able to stir it with a spoon and then it's like drinkable. It's not, you know, gritty or clumpy or whatever. I want it to just, but I want to do that with no emulsifiers. 
and I don't want to add any kind of sweeteners or sugars or flavors. I just want it to be pure, you know, vegetables, fruits and collagen. And like, and, and here's my list of, I actually spent hours and hours and hours comparing nutrient facts on different vegetables and fruits and tracking down, you know, phytochemical concentrations to really hone in on the most nutrient dense fruits and vegetables. So things that had a lot of vitamin and mineral content um, and that had a lot of really beneficial phytochemicals. And I gave them a list of probably like 25 to 30 to play with. And um, we went through so many iterations and we had like, we had one iteration with beets. It was um, strange. Beet, beets <laughs> didn't make it into the final product um, because they're so they're, a little bit messy. I, I well, can see that. I thought it was really tasty, but I really like beets and a lot of people don't and beets kind of overwhelmed the entire flavor profile, but, um, it, they're also, so the, that there's 11 USDA organic vegetables and fruits inside collagen veggie blend. Um, and it works out to three servings of vegetables and one serving of fruit per like two scoops, which is a serving. And that also gives you 20 grams of protein from collagen. And that's same okay, two scoops. back up the truck a second. How many servings of vegetables? Three veggies. One fruit and 20 grams of protein from collagen. All right. So what is this going to taste like? So it's not sweet at all, um, but that was really intentional. So if you're a person who like goes and gets like the veggie juices at Whole Foods that don't have any fruit ingredients like I do, then you're going to like it. Because it's got like lemon? Is that? Got, yeah. So it has just enough. It's got a, a bunch of different. It has blackberries, blueberries, raspberries, cranberries acerola cherries and lemon are the fruits that are in it. And it's just enough to um, it sort of balance the bitterness of the vegetables because it has spinach, kale, broccoli, and carrots. So especially broccoli and kale are kind of bitter, in it, sort of spe- especially raw. So it has just enough fruit to balance that and give the overall flavor to be on the fruity berry tone side of things. Um, but it is not sweet in any way, shape or form, but that was completely by design. We had sweeter iterations of it. I said, we got to pull back on the fruit content because we need, wanted to make this a really versatile product. So you could put it in a smoothie or you could blend it with, you know, some frozen strawberries or add a spoonful of honey if you find it's not sweet enough. So if you're a person who reaches for the juices that have apple as an ingredient, you're probably going to find it like really a sort of a strange flavor if that's not there's nothing that's preventing that person from making themselves a smoothie and adding if you're if you're that kind of person then add some fruit to it and like just sweeten it up to to fit your your palate you know it's because it's um infrared technology dried vegetables and fruits which preserves the nutrients better than any other technology and it also creates a much finer powder than any other kind of drying technology, which is why you can stir it with a spoon and drink it and away you go. Um, but because of all those things, it's got the same thing as like the collagen peptides from Vital Protein that it dissolves pretty close to instantly in hot liquid and cold liquid. So it, it really like you could add it to a cup of broth. You could um, add it or a cup, a cup of herbal tea. I was just thinking it would it might be good with like licorice tea because I am um... – 
someone who likes things slightly sweet, but that's like a natural sweet tea that I really like. I'm so excited, Sarah. I'm really excited for more vegetables. So um, I don't know if there's going to be any left by the time this podcast airs. So um, we only launched it like it's a pre-order now. So let me back up. So it's pre-launching. So you can pre-order it now. If you pre-order it now, yours will get delivered before it officially launches. So it'll get delivered. uh, I think it's supposed to ship March 15th and the actual launch is April 5th. So you'll get it a few weeks early. Um, and Vital Proteins is offering some great discounts for everybody who pre-orders while supplies last. So we're actually down already all the like 30%, 20% discounts are those, those, that ship has sailed and we're down to 10%, but Vital Proteins hardly ever does discounts anymore. So 10% is still super exciting on Vital Proteins products. And, um, that is just going to be while the first run for pre-order last and I'm, we're going to have to have a meeting because we expected this quantity to last the entire like it's like s- almost two months <laughs> pre-order period and I was like um we're going to run out of these in a day <laughs> we need to we need to think of something but it's been amazing for me to watch the excitement like uh, and I so to be completely honest, I really engaged in this collaboration out of completely selfish reasons because this was something that I wanted to be able to drink every day. Like it really was like, boy, I would really like, you know, a instant AIP smoothie that I can just, you know, I can, you could put your, the powder in a, you know, container, take it across TSA, add water on the other side and there's a meal while you're traveling. Like it, I wanted something like this for myself. Um, you know, especially I'm, you know, I'm kind of fond of high veggie intake and I just really liked the idea of being able to boost Wait, veg- you take like even higher. vegetables. I, yeah, I know it's a, it's a shocker, right? You've never heard me say that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. This is so news. I, um, yeah. So I, I mean, I really, you know, this was something that I knew that I wanted and I just kind of had faith that, I wouldn't be the only person who'd be interested in a product like this. And, you know, whether people want to use it as a daily supplement or a daily meal replacement, um, it's it's pretty low calorie. It's only 150 calories. So for people who do want to use it as a meal replacement, it's it's got the nutrients of a meal, but maybe not quite the caloric density of a meal. So just sort of keep that in mind as you're planning your food intake for the day. But um, But it was – it's it's something that other people have been like crazy excited about. And it's been like really fun, a little bit tiring, but really, really fun today to just have so many people asking questions and being so super excited about, you know, this great, super easy way to increase vegetable intake, to get collagen, um, in an AIP friendly, you know, it could be a post-workout drink. It could be purely for travel. Like some people will want to do this every day. Some people will want to save it for a day where they just really need that easy instant food. Um, and, um, and then I guess there'll be everything in between, but it's, it's just been amazing. So, um, I'm hoping by the time our podcast listeners are listening that, um, there's product left. We'll definitely put links in the show notes so that you can go grab it. Um, or you can just head to the paleomom.com and like write, you know, most recent post 
probably still by the time this goes live will be the full description with all the ingredients and the nutrient facts and, you know, all the story and why this is great. Um, but I'm just, I'm, I'm super excited. Six grams of fiber. Did I mention six grams of fiber? And I, I will add to the linking of the show notiness. Um, if the discounts are gone, but you're still able to pre-order, we have a discount um, code that is permanent for Vital Proteins on the sidebar of our site. So um, I'm hoping that at the very least, that even if they can't do discounts anymore, that they're obviously going to make more of the product and will allow people to continue to pre-order. So if yeah, that's the definitely. case, um, and that's our new blog, Real Everything, not the parents although it'll take you there but okay so all of this to say maybe we should talk about why nutrients are important i think we had like a topic or a show we were actually going to do yeah um we we do have a very nutrient focused show um so why don't i read lisa's question and then i think there's a few different sort of lines of thought to take that discussion and we can follow follow those tangents wherever they lead us. So Lisa says, hi, Sarah and Stacy. I love your podcast. I am learning so much and always in a timely manner. Thank you for explaining things in a way that satisfies a curious mind. I came across the paleo lifestyle while doing some research after my doctor recommended I go grain-free when my hemoglobin A1C reached 6.1, and in just a short time, I am seeing positive results. My question is about supplements. I have been chronically low in ferritin and recently found that I am deficient in vitamin D as well. I've been paying more attention to my vitamin and mineral levels since following the autoimmune protocol. I wonder, once I reach an optimal level of a vitamin or mineral, do I need to stay on the amount of supplementation indefinitely? Also, should I consistently retest the serum levels of vitamins and minerals I have been deficient in? I appreciate your time and look forward to your response. I'm just going to begin reading The Paleo Approach, so please forgive me if the answer is in there. I don't know if the answer is in there, actually. I will tell you, I think there's two questions. One... Do I need to stay on that amount indefinitely? My answer is no, simply because I didn't do that. And that's because of question number two, which is, should I uh, retest to make sure that you're still deficient? And the answer is yes. So um, uh, Sarah will have all the geeky science for you. but No, I just I thought that was it. We're done the podcast right done. there. We're done. 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 Um, Drop the mic. But I think that it's important from that easy break it down perspective. Um, I think about this in the context of how much um, the food that you eat and the sunlight you get and the movement you have all fluctuates. Those That all relates to um, your nutrient sufficiency, especially when it comes to things like vitamin D, which is synergistic with so many other vitamins and minerals. So um, I try to break things down really simply in my head um, in terms of um, – when I know that it's winter out, we try to use more lard, which has a higher vitamin D content than in the summertime when we use a lot of avocado oil. Um, also because it's like more available to us <laughs> at that time. So I, I try to do natural things like that to go with um, what would 
help vitamin and, and nutrient sufficiency in general. But then there's also the extreme complexity of, you know, the health and the nuance and the science of actually testing levels and making sure that you're supplementing. So I will say for, for all people I've, I've mentioned before, I will give you an example to give you hope, which is that um, when I first went paleo, I didn't digest foods very well for the first two years. Um, I had much improved digestion from uh, having lost my gallbladder, but I had what I referred to as everybody out moments um, sometimes. And ultimately, I ended up realizing that that was um, causing some nutrient deficiencies as well as generally being a problem for um digestive health. So I took some supplements and I ended up um, helping my body adjust and then tapering off of them. And I no longer have to take any um, oxbiol or HCL to help digest my food after doing that for a few years in combination with the paleo approach. Um, But then in addition, the nutrient sufficiency was able to be much more easily absorbed when you're properly digesting food. Imagine that. So um, that's just a a real life scenario example for the way geeky science I'm imagining you're about to break out. So I actually really want to give some broad strokes here in terms of what can cause vitamin and mineral deficiency. And I think the number one cause for most people is a, you know, nutrient deficient diet. If you look at um, even the way a more sort of health conscious average American eats, um, they're typically missing out on um, at least, you know, four or five different nutrients in terms of meeting um, the recommended daily allowance every day. Um, in fact, you know, something like 90% of Americans are deficient in at least one essential nutrient. And if you look at individual ones, right, 75% of us approximately are deficient in vitamin D, um, about 73% of us don't get enough zinc. And of course, when you change your dietary framework to something super nutrient focused like paleo, that can rectify quickly. So a nutrient focused paleo like the autoimmune protocol, so that's a paleo diet that includes a big focus on vegetables, right? Stacey, have I ever mentioned that I'm a fan of vegetables? Veggies? What? What's that? I, I'm not... No, vegetables. This, this joke is going to get old really quickly. <laughs> um, okay, so that should be like the second to last time then, is what you're saying. Second to last? You're such a geek. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, a, a diet that you know, really embraces a large amount of uh, vegetables that embraces organ meat that seeks out high quality grass fed, you know, pasture raised meats that includes a lot of seafood, including um, sea vegetables and shellfish, right? Those are the diets that tend to be nutrient sufficient, um, which means they tend to provide you at least 100% of every single essential um, nutrient, as well as the huge range of nutrients that we know play really important roles in health, but we just don't call them essential because if you don't eat them, you won't die. So we have this, you know, we've got, you know, a couple dozen nutrients that are considered essential. And then we've got a few thousand nutrients when you, especially when you include phytochemicals that we know play profound roles in terms of human health. Um, but because we haven't ever been able to diagnose, you know, this person has a disease because of deficiency in this thing, then we don't call it an essential um, nutrient. So there's sort of a difference between, you know, essential nutrient means you, 
you'll die if you don't have it. Um, but that's different than saying a nutrient is important for health. Um, and so once you sort of embrace that style of diet and you're getting your nutrient from, you know, whole foods, nutrient dense whole foods, there's still some other potential barriers to nutrient sufficiency. So one is what you already mentioned, Stacey, which is digestion. So if we do not have an awesome microbial community in our gut to liberate nutrients um, from our food. So for example, our gut bacteria liberate nutrients from um, phytates. So the, you know, phytic acid binds with minerals and plants. We consume a plant with that and um, our gut bacteria help us to get the minerals that are otherwise bound and inaccessible for us. Um, if So we don't have a healthy gut microbial community if we don't have a healthy um, gut lining, so the cells that are lining our gut, you know, aren't healthy enough to, to do their jobs in terms of um, absorbing vital nutrients. If we don't have a healthy pancreas, a healthy liver, a healthy gallbladder, um, help, you know, enough stomach acid. These are all things that can hinder our ability to absorb um, nutrients, even when our diet is plentiful in them. And, you know, it's sort of, you know, there's certain conditions that you can be diagnosed with that are sort of like red herrings. Like if you have been diagnosed with inflammatory bowel disease or ulcerative colitis or celiac disease, chances are you're not going to be absorbing nutrients very well from your food. Um, But there's a whole other... I just had like this flash of, and this is a cultural reference I'm sure you'll get. You said, oh my gosh. And in my head... Whoopi Goldberg said, Molly, you in danger, girl. Like, it was totally the way you said it. And I hope Matt plays this back for everybody to hear what I'm saying. Have you seen, Have you not seen this movie? Because you're not reacting at all. Which movie is this from? This is Ghost. Like, Whoopi Goldberg, oh, classic. Like, yes. You in danger, girl. I haven't seen Ghost in like... That movie came out like 20 years ago. I don't know why, but your speech pattern like literally had me expecting you to say that. It cracked me up in my own head. So for the two people that know the reference and or got the people got it and are laughing. Well, no, everyone got it and are laughing because Matt clearly in post-production here (laughs) was able to track down the clip and then loop it so you can hear them both over and over and over again. (laughs) Chances are you're not going to be absorbing nutrients very well from your food. Molly, you in danger, girl. That's clearly what just happened. Um, <laughs> and now I'm I'm supposed to be embarrassed. I'm pretty sure. I think I should be. I think I should be blushing on that one. Since I hear the loop, I'll be like, oh man, I did totally sound like that. So there's other sort of more subtle signs um, that our digestion is not amazing. So, for example not having awesome stool quality. And I think we've talked about the Bristol stool form scale on the show before. Um, But being able to, for example, see incompletely digested food particles in our stool. And again, I will remind people not to send Stacey and I pictures. We do not want to see pictures of your poop. Um, But if you can identify, oh, look, there's a bit of the carrot I had for lunch that's a good sign that you're not actually digesting things super, super well. A little bit of that can be okay, but generally um, you shouldn't be able to see undigested food particles in your stool. Um, And if stool is, 
you know, too loose or too firm, that's another sign that digestion is not working super optimally. Um, bloating and gas can be a sign that things are not working super optimally. Any kind of gastrointestinal sy- symptom um, can be a sign that things are just not awesome. And another one is food allergies. So if you are a person, not just allergies, but like intolerances. So if you're a person who goes in and does one of these like blood panels for uh, food intolerances, and every time you redo it, it's like a different collection of foods. That's a really like strong indicator of a leaky gut. Um, So even doing them once and having a large number of foods come back positive can be a sign of a leaky gut. So um, not having, you know, optimal gut health is a barrier to digesting and absorbing the nutrients from our food. And then there's also some interesting sort of genetic predispositions um, where um, people just tend not to utilize certain nutrients very well. And um, that can cause sort of a whole separate, like then even if your gut health is amazing, even if you're eating a ton of that, you don't really address that type of deficiency until you are flooding the system. And that's where supplements come to play. So I think it is a really good idea, um, especially when people are not experiencing the health benefits that they were expecting from a shift to paleo or the autoimmune protocol to do nutrient analysis. Um, I did micronutrient analysis a few years ago and I did SpectraCell, which is a really interesting um, assay because what they do is they take your red blood cells. I think it's red blood cells. It might be white all of a sudden. They take some kind of blood cell and they grow these blood cells in different Um, media that is deficient in one nutrient at a time. And so if the cell is already deficient in that nutrient, they're not going to survive as easily. Whereas if that cell has large stores of that nutrient, it's going to survive longer in that particular media. So they look at percentage of the cells that are dying um, in each condition. So, you know, chromium, you know, no chromium in this media, how many cells are, are you know, still surviving. Um, how much vitamin B6, right? There's no vitamin B6 in this one. How many of these cells are surviving? Um, so it's a really functional assay. It really looks at not just the amount of that nutrient in your body, but whether or not your cells really have enough to be healthy. And, um, and then I think, you know, with, with, you know, that kind of data, I think targeted supplementation with, you know, a healthcare provider's supervision makes a lot of sense. You know, I generally don't recommend um, a multivitamin. Um, You know, I don't don't recommend that people just go, oh, you know, I I feel low energy, I'll just go take a B complex. Like, I I generally don't think that, um, you know, running to the supplements is is, um, the solution for most of our health woes. Um, and I, I really do think that we get far better um, value out of a, getting our nutrients from foods because you're not just getting that nutrient, you're getting synergistic nutrients. You tend to get the nutrients in the most absorbable and bioavailable form. Um, they're most typically most easily digestible, right? There's all kinds of studies showing that we really only you know, absorb a very, very small fraction of what's in a multivitamin. But targeted supplementation, when you're you know, have a diagnosed deficiency, I think makes a lot of sense. And retesting is important because many, many nutrients, if not 
most or all nutrients have a sweet spot. So, you know, there's a range in which everything's working great. And so deficiency is clearly a problem and it's the most common problem that we face now as a society. But Overabundance is also a problem. So if you have excess, and especially of certain minerals, that can cause illness itself, right? So you know, copper toxicity or zinc toxicity, these are issues we only really see in um, people who you know, either have some kind of you know, heavy metal poisoning, but it's usually people who have extremely high exposures. And the most common high exposures are you know, high supplement intake, although, you know, for like copper, there can be workplace exposures and stuff like that. But it's, um, it's definitely important to retest no matter what the deficiency is, whether you're talking about vitamin D, um, whether you're talking about some kind of other vitamin or mineral, because you want to make sure that as you are supplementing, that you are adjusting the dose of supplementation to get into that sweet spot. And most people will be able to discontinue that type of supplementation once they've addressed any particular deficiencies in diet. So, you know, if you're deficient in, you know, zinc, well, then you're going to want to think about what are zinc-rich foods to add to your diet um, while you're addressing zinc deficiency through supplementation. Um, And then the other thing is, you know, really looking at you know, it's a very functional medicine approach, right? Looking at root cause, what can I do to heal my gut and and support gut health? And of course, the autoimmune protocol sort of has that built in, but a nutrient focused, you know, high vegetable and seafood paleo diet um, will get the job done for, for most people as well. You know, some broth and some coconut oil and some other, you know, those types of some fermented foods, right? Those types of healing, wonderful, awesome things. So, um, so yeah, it is important to retest, and um, because you don't want to overdo it um, and no, generally you will not need to take those supplements forever. Um, but sometimes some people will need to take something for a long period of time. Um, and so don't get frustrated if um, – You've been supplementing for, you know, a year or two years, and whenever you stop supplementing, you end up deficient again. I mean, a really good example is vitamin D. So I have to take a vitamin D supplement to keep my levels in a healthy range. And in fact, my entire family does, and both of my kids have been deficient as well. It's probably a genetic thing, um, although we haven't done, you know, extensive genetic testing to figure that out, um, because we all spend quite a lot of time outside. Um, and we eat pretty much exclusively pastured meats and seafood. So we are getting a fair amount of vitamin D from our diets. Um, and yet all of us, you know, my husband and my kids and me all need to take um, a vitamin D supplement in order to keep our levels in range. And we just retest um, about every three months and make sure that we're still, you know, our dose is still okay. And, you know, we figured out maintenance doses uh, for everybody at this point, but we still retest just, just to keep an eye on it. Um, And I don't consider that a failure on my part. I don't consider that a deficiency of my diet or lifestyle um, because I'm doing all of the things that would normally be very conducive to vitamin D synthesis. Um, It's just, the way it is. Um, and so there's a you know nutrient supplement that I need to take. But wherever I can, 
my focus has always been on food sources of anything that I know I need more of. And I think that it's really important when we start to use supplements to address deficiencies to take that really big step backwards and remember that you know supplements are they have they serve a really specific job um, and they are not they're not supposed to be a crutch for inadequate attention to diet. That's I mean where was the mic drop? I was waiting. It was, it was right, quite a, it it is. Was quite a finish. I was impressed. You ready? I'm ready. The mic. I did the hand motion everything, and then I just realized we really need to get on uh, some more video podcasts, clearly. <laughs> I was thinking about that today because I have a Facebook Live after this. I was like, she's going to want to talk about that. <laughs> it's cool. I think I could do it maybe like once a month or something. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty used to recording these podcasts in my pajamas yeah. with my amber glasses on. Yeah. Um, oh, I think you know, we my still hair record is... that way for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you think for sure. Um, I wear my big dorky headset with like the giant things that go over the ears, like like I'm you know radioing Houston. <laughs> like, yeah. So I yes, this is uh, I podcast for comfort, not for looks. At this point, we get the job done. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. It's true. Well, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm feeling like I need to focus on my nutrients and get me some good supplements. The other thing that I will say, the other supplement I really like, and I know that um, there's a lot of reasons to not like uh, multivitamins for everybody, but I do really, really well on uh, the Vital Proteins liver pills, which... Technically, I think it's like a B complex, but because it's a whole food and it's synergistic, I don't worry about like measuring for that in taking that. Um, And I am an MTHFR, which means I don't get good B. And this is um, a good alternative to really expensive methylated B uh, vitamins. So um I find that on the days that I accidentally forget to take them, that I do feel like an energy slump. Um, so I know those are those are like my um, vital proteins has become my go to for supplements. I really like the when you can feel better on it, you know, you know what I mean? It's like there are some yeah. things that you take and you just kind of like wait and for a number to come back and you're like, oh, OK, that's doing better. But um, when I take vital proteins, collagen and vital proteins, uh, liver pills, I genuinely feel better. And I'm not getting paid to say that. Like I'm, I genuinely really, really love the product and feel better on it. So, well, uh, and I think what's so amazing about those products is that they're whole foods based. So, you know, it's what you're getting is a food in a very easy package, right? So you're getting, liver that's been, you know, dried and put into a capsule. So you don't have to taste it or cook it or buy it. You, you know, you just grab the capsules out of your container. I guess you have to buy your container, but you don't have to buy like liver at the farmer's market is what I'm saying. And, you know, you swallow them down and then you're done. And I, I definitely have found, you know, even though I'm still cooking with organ meat, um, at least a couple times a week, I have found that the, 
Vital Proteins Liver Pills sort of rounds it out for me on a daily basis because I just really need that high level of, of organ meat. I think for me, the it's the vitamin A that makes the big difference for me. But of course, right, <laughs> liver, it's got everything, right? It's like tons yep. of B12 and B6. I mean, I, you know, it's like it's just insane. And, um, and so that is another um, – and I, I think that looking at supplements that are – Food-based is a very different – because to me, that's like rounding out a diet rather than I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take, you know, I, this one, you know, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Know, it's I, like when I'm feeling a cold come on, I'll take a big dose of like vitamin C, among other mm. things, and I can see it come out in in my urine. Like – I just got weird about saying that, you know, <laughs> like if, oh, if, I were if I were talking because about anybody as, else's urine, I would have been as fine. As we discovered last week, yep, it's, the difference it's is when, when you have I, to talk about your my bodily functions yes. products. So um, I'll rephrase it. So anybody who takes an excess of vitamin C will have a different color urine. It will get darker in the toilet. It will be like really dark yellow, dark orange, because your body can't absorb it all, and you'll literally just pee, pee out it out. Extra. Yeah, so, like, it's interesting to me that I can – there are certain things um, that you're saying. If it's just one thing, it's not like, you know, if I were eating an orange or if I ate 10 oranges, like, that wouldn't happen, right? But it's because you take, like, a huge dose because I'm trying to – you know, trying to protect myself from getting sick or whatever. It's not something I regularly do, but I can see when I do it, what, what the result is, which is always interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I don't want to sort of bash all, you know, nutrient based supplements because I definitely think they have an important role to play, um, for people who are, you know, really actively working to regain their health. And I have certainly taken a variety of them over my last few years working with a functional medicine specialist. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I think there's, there's so much of what we talk about, right? Like you can't, you can't out exercise a bad diet. You can't out supplement a bad diet. Um, you, you can't, you know, like you can't out caffeinate a bad sleep, right? There's, there's certain, um, things in, sort of inputs to health that we really need to have dialed in in order to achieve health. And uh, a nutrient-sufficient um, diet is, is one of them. That doesn't mean that supplements don't have a role, but they should not be making up the shortfall from a diet that's deficient. Um, so I think supplements are definitely an excellent tool to utilize, but they should be that. They should be a tool for you know, getting through to the other side and not a crutch. So many good one line nuggets in this podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, once again, we've managed to talk about our bodily functions and encouraging you to look in the toilet after you go. It's always interesting uh, here true. on the Paleo View. Uh, <laughs> Is that not just though like a rule of life? I mean, Wait, if there's look somebody in the toilet after you go. I know I have a particular person that I know in life that likes to pretend that she doesn't poop like and, and I'm like that's no like I get weird about talking about it but I'll be the first one to tell you like everybody poops you know everybody poops and if you don't that's not a good you thing. You seen that picture book? Yeah that's of course. called everybody we poops. We I mean I'm book. saying right sure. there you go. 
It's yes. it's a really great even for the adults out there if you need <laughs> you need reminding. Lift the flaps. It's it's awesome. Thank you for listening. We will be back again next week. Uh, I don't know if we'll be talking about bodily functions or not, but even even if it doesn't seem like we will be, we'll find a way to work it in. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 get it in there somehow. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to the Paleo View. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes. You can also support us by shopping for our favorite paleo products on the sidebars of our individual websites or by donating through PayPal. Stupid Canadian units. <laughs> they, they don't have their own units, right? <laughs> they use the metric system. <laughs> <laughs> kind of what everybody else uses. Um, yeah, well, I don't think I, I kind of want to give some sort of broad strokes, things that can contribute to vitamin and mineral deficiency. I mean, generally, I think that the biggest contributor for most of us is a nutrient deficient diet. I mean, when you look at you have like some weird whistling noise in the background. So it's over now. But repeat what you said, because that's going to freak people out when they're in the car. I think it was my dryer singing a little song saying it was done. Uh, okay, let me start all over. All right, we'll have fun with your Facebook Live now. I'm just going to go to bed. No problemo. I'm going to be happy and excited. Liven it up. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I, I yeah, I was, I said, you know, I don't think that means what you think it means. Two old movie references. We are officially ancient old women with our canes and old movie references. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.